Yeah. All right. I mean, I guess we can just start now. Hey, everyone. Have you heard the uh, the new rumor about Nancy Reagan, Ronald Reagan's wife. Apparently, she gave the best blowjobs in Hollywood back in the day. We're talking about Spider Man today. Yeah, that's right. We were going to talk about <laughs> like four or five different things, but because we were lazy and didn't record, it's going to be Spider Man instead because that's topical. But because we're all so lazy, it's probably not going to be topical by the time that I cut and edit this episode. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. we did see Spider Man. We no did. way home. We did. And I keep confusing it with Far From Home, the title. Oh, yeah. I was looking up the box office going, what's the box office for uh, No Way Home? But I kept typing Far From Home and I was going, jeez, it's made $300 million already? That's crazy, man. But no, that was just... Yeah. I was looking at the box office of Far From Home and I went, oh, that's me being a dum-dum. Uh-huh. So what did it make so far? Um, I saw that it's made like $50 million in preview screenings. Which... Is that it? Really? Well, apparently that's a record. Oh, I would have thought that that was not record, but I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Oh, preview, like, before opening day. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. No, that's quite impressive then. Most impressive. Uh, I think we both really liked the movie. Like, in my opinion, it's probably the best Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Yeah, I guess, I guess um, we'll preface and say we'll probably try and chat a little bit about it without any explicit details for anyone listening. Probably a spoiler, a spoiler-free section, and then just whatever. Which may be a bit futile given uh, Reddit's efforts of late, but... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually going to say, oh, we saw Spider-Man No Way Home, <laughs> only in theaters, and Reddit. Exclusively on Twitter and YouTube. <laughs> and presumably one, two, three movies. Not not that I would know what that is, of course, because I watch all my films legally. Legally? Yep. Yeah. What yeah, so you you have a similar opinion that you were like happy that they um allowed more emotional moments to breathe. Mm-hmm. And um it it gets a bit by MCU standards definitely gets a bit brutal as well. Oh, yes, yes. Um, there's one or two particular moments that come to mind that I don't think we can really chat about beyond... Um, as a, as saying a f- that it was brutal. Yeah, <laughs> as as a fight sequence, it's quite... It's fairly intense, uh, the, I guess, the outcome and um, the look Gritty, of the characters like, being sort of bruised the, up. And the emotion in the fighting, too. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not just like... Oh, uh, we're doing awesome fights. It's like, ah, uh, there's real emotion here. There weren't as many quips as as well, um, which ironically was a bit of a breath of fresh air, even though Spider-Man's the Spider-Man. most appropriate. Um, He's known for his quips. <laughs> yeah, I think an issue people have had in the past is a lot of um, those sort of action sequences maybe get a little too jokey. Yeah. Um, some people are the opposite of that. I remember when Amazing Spider-Man came out, the Andrew one, the, you know, the lizard one. Mm-hmm. And... Um, there was like this guy who's like reviewing it or something and he's or complaining basically. He's like, Andrew does not quip enough. And then there's like the ending part of that movie where he's fighting the lizard on the building. Yeah. And like Andrew's like running away from the lizard. He's like, Quip there, quip there. And he gets hit and as he's falling, the guy's like, Could have done a quip there. <laughs> what is it is it like, <laughs> a- it's like a fucking sixteen year old person running away from the giant <laughs> lizard monster, like 
I think the one thing on his mind is, oh fuck, oh shit, oh fuck. Like, it's did, fucking... Oh, that's a wasted. They should have done like a. They should have called it Cinema Quips. And it's like a Cinema Sins video, but it's like has a quip counter. <laughs> failed quip counter. <laughs> failed quip counter. One here. Yeah, that guy's whole life is a failed quip counter. Damn, we're just, we're just hitting home runs today between Cinema Quips and whatever else we've said previous to this that may or may not be deleted when I come back yeah. to ending. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I guess. To give my kind of thoughts, and to be fair to our <clears throat> one or two listeners, um, I kind of went into the film ambivalent or like maybe indifferent, uh, which yeah. you were aware of. Uh, but I actually had quite a nice, I had quite a fun time watching. I'm happy to concede. You know, I didn't care too much for any more of these Marvel films in particular. Uh, I think it's fair to say we're both more interested in Batman. Although Batman uh, next year, or this year, yeah. depending on when you're listening to this, or last yeah. year. 4th of March, 2022. Yes. Um, and, yeah, no, I caught myself smiling a couple of times at some of the little character moments, interactions between the main cast and a few uh, supporting roles, shall we say. And I was like, oh, this is delightful. This is a fun, <laughs> fun little time I'm having. I yeah, I got emotional in some of the emotional scenes, mm. um, slightly. So, for what that's worth, yeah. Um, I don't know where it sits as far as um going to your comment beforehand about best MCU film for me. I definitely think it's probably the best of the three Tom Holland films. I, oh, as easy. in like I will probably rewatch it at some point in the future out of curiosity, rather than oh, as opposed to the first two. I have no interest. Um, yeah. That's one and done pretty much. It's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I barely remember those as it is. I thought its length was fine. Pacing was... It actually doesn't drag at all, really. Mm. Uh, I did have a couple of things, and without, again, getting into the nitty-gritty plot points, um, there are a couple of plot conveniences which... I don't know, I couldn't really overlook as they were kind of unfolding. I was like, okay, I guess, yeah, we can't spend too much time on this point or that point. We've got to kind of get to the um, final act and all that sort of thing, which kind of felt a little cheap given that the rest of the film had kind of built up to, I'm I'm sounding very vague here, uh, but I think you know what I mean, certain points happening and then it's kind of like, oh, shit, we better rush to the finish a little bit. Um, I, I I kind of wish the ending went on for a little bit longer. Mm, um, yeah, like fighting and and um just general things that happen at the end. Yeah, so, some yeah. um the first negative uh um review I saw that for this or slightly negative anyways was oh the the start is sluggish like the first half is sluggish. Yeah, um, which I disagree with. I think the first half is paced fine. I think the second half is actually just a little bit too fast. I wanted to see more of what there was going on there. As a as another kind of remark, um, hmm, it's so tricky actually because you kind of want to dissect, just jump into it and dissect like oh. a lot of what kind of happens because that's kind of where the the high praises and some of the criticisms are, you know what I mean? It's like very explicit, like... all right. Spoiler-free part done. Yeah. Um, (laughs) If you're a fan of Spider-Man, go see it. You'll definitely like it. 
if you're not a fan of Spider-Man, go see it anyway, because, um, I don't know, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good night out, or day out, whenever you want to watch the movie. Um, it's a movie you could watch alone, but obviously enhanced by watching the other Spider-Men, take that as you will. And also enhanced by watching it with a group of 14-year-olds behind you, pointing out references that they get, rather than keeping quiet to themselves, and just nodding in approval. Oh my god! It's person X. By the way, that's not a spoiler, I'll tell you right now, Miles Morales is not in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, it's like a very sly nod. He's talking about Miles! My god, I've seen Into the Spider-Verse 2. So is everybody else. <laughs> Very popular film. Into the Spider-Verse uh, is great. Yeah. That's man, another recommendation. My favorite Spider-Man. Um, actually, when the sequel got announced a few uh, a week or two ago, a lot of people on Twitter, well, not a lot of people, but there was like a group of people on Twitter that were like, No Way Home, forgotten about. Across the Spider-Verse is my new best friend. Or whatever. <laughs> like, they were like, abandoning it. Like, I think it was yeah. just a joke, but yeah. Not sure. Um, but anyway, I guess pro- probably we're gonna go into spoiler territory because it's kind of impossible to talk about this film. Yep, you've got three seconds. Three, two, one. Art may dies. Oh, I was gonna say that, but I, know. <laughs> oh, I wish I said it now. No. I was gonna say that. Damn. Okay, yeah, she does die, and the, yeah. it's really good. That whole scene is great, except for the actual impact that the glider hits her with. Yes, where it just kind of feels like that was my biggest I got issue of that. Over. <laughs> and, and look, I understand what you said, and I totally get from a from a kind of marketing perspective, studio perspective. We got to kind of get a good rating for this film, as far as letting as many people see it as possible. And, and tonally, you know, it's a bit, it's a little more kind of. I don't want to say childish. I don't mean that when I say that. I don't mean that in the kind of derogative way, but you do. It's definitely not well, mature. Like a character that's for like everybody. Yeah, but would it be fair to say that the Toby films, by comparison, would be a little more mature as far as like? Well, they're horror based. Yeah, there's they're a lot more coming from a, 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 a horror director, aren't they? So yeah, so I can totally um, get this different. In some tone. ways, less mature though. Mm. Just to interrupt you. In a lot of ways, less mature. Yeah, but they they they. they they do more dark. They, they get darker in certain aspects. I guess as far as like on-screen violence or implied violence, I would say that. Um, well, you see Norman get impaled in Spider-Man One. You'd see him get impaled by the the glider and yeah. he's bleeding, and and even in Spider-Man Two, you don't see it, but it's heavily implied. And there's a cut before it happens where Doc Ock's wife gets Rose. she gets like her eye or like whatever. Oh, like, I think her whole face is just slid open by glass, pretty much. Yeah pretty fucked yeah um but like so i guess maybe i had that in the back of my mind so then when i when i saw she kind of just gets like slapped yep, <laughs> almost over. Um, yeah and there's no blood on the glider or anything yeah either. i mean they're trying to keep it a secret like oh she's gonna survive it's fine and then she collapses like they're trying to make it a surprise mm-hmm. but then again like if you i don't know like if you happened to see track fucking 16 that was titled <laughs> Aunt May Dies or whatever it was and like mm. before you saw the movie you were just like huh or you accidentally opened up Twitter and saw her fucking die or YouTube <laughs> or anything like, yeah you know like or you got the the Aunt May dead action figure no, I'm kidding <laughs> that would be funny if that was a thing where it's like Aunt May, yeah. dead Aunt May uh, but Aunt like, May's tombstone 
you know they can't they can't account for people getting spoiled so that's, that's oh that's sure, 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 sure sure um yeah but yeah like it, 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 it like this everything else in that scene is great the acting is great mm -hmm. it is an emotional scene i was like pretty upset i didn't you know that yeah that might be my favorite uh what just precedes that action sequence when um goblin's been tricking them it kind of comes back. Norman's gone because they've got this dual personality. Oh, thing yeah. Like that whole yeah, fight sequence Toby, with them. When Tom, sorry, has the fucking, um, the spider sense, but he can't quite figure out what's going on. He's like, yeah. oh, there's something wrong. There's something. There's danger. There's danger. And then he realizes, like, it's it's Goblin instead of Norman. He like webs him up straight away. Mm. That was cool. No, that was all good. Like um, that. Norman was super strong, right? I'm trying to remember from Spider-Man One. Yeah, yeah. He he basically is like. It's kind of, I mean, it's not the same exact thing, but, you know, like, Captain America takes his super soul yeah, serum. Yeah, it's a serum Norman thing. Takes his serum and fucking, it's meant to be, like, I think it was kind of meant to be him trying to replicate, like, super soldier serum in that uh, universe. Oh, yeah, okay. Because um, I watched that movie the other day, and they're trying to make it for, like, the, the uh, general. He's like, oh, your super soldier project isn't working. All right, you so know, that's probably, like, like, a Sam Raimi... Or, yeah, that's probably a nod to that character. Well, that's kind of how it usually goes, or sometimes mm -hmm. it's a disease. But in that movie and in that context, he his sister goes, oh, we got to take the whole line back to formula. Because the general wants human, human testing, and Norman goes, oh, I'm going to fucking test it on myself. And then he yeah. goes crazy. And, of course, that kind of sequence comes from something that I admittedly didn't actually consider or see coming, um, which was that... Peter's attempting, or the Tom Holland Peter, because of course, as everyone probably knows anyway, the other two Spider-Men do make an appearance, but our Tom Holland Spider-Man... Yeah. Uh, he's um, basically trying to redeem these characters, fix them, for lack well, of a better no, term. He's trying to cure them. Yeah, yeah. He wants, he's trying to save them, because but, he's like, he's like, oh, they're going to go back and die. Which was yeah, cool. which was pretty great. Um, I thought, at least, as a premise, going, oh, okay. Um, well, yeah. I guess the other two Spider-Men never outright attempt to kill those villains. No, no, they they, they they just, I mean, especially Toby's like, I'm just going to jump out of the way and hope nothing happens to you. Like, <laughs> or yeah. like, you know what I mean? They always kill themselves. Oh, so. and, and that one, that's, that's forgiving because it's like a split second. He's just like, fuck, I've got to jump out of the way. Yeah. Well, um, Spider-Sense actually just forces him to react, basically. Yeah. That's kind of how yeah, it works. Yeah. It's not like... <clears throat> you know, uh, a certain other superhero who doesn't kill, who, as we've discussed many times, creates the conditions to kill someone and says, I'm not going to save you. Yeah, I'm not going to save like, you. Mm, no okay. Right. You're going to fix that in a certain iteration. Yeah. Might, may or may not be coming out, though. So I, this Spider-Man wants to save them. He, want, he, he, he wants to save the villains. He's like, oh, that's not... I don't want to send them back. I'm essentially killing them. And also Aunt May mm, wants to do the right thing. pushes him into that he, direction. She is the Uncle Ben of this universe. Um, yeah. This, they basically turn this trilogy into an origin story for Spider-Man. They bring him into being the real, like, you know, in quotations, the real, like, the classic Spider-Man. He's going to be distant from people, you know, he's not going to want to get close to anybody. He's going to keep his identity a secret. He probably won't even really work with other heroes too much. Mm. Most of the humor, I would say, fell flat for me. Mm, well, oh yeah, that would probably be a gripe, um, mainly Ned. with his friend Ned. Yeah, Ned's annoying uh, as fuck in this movie. I found him, I guess, 
I don't want to be mean to the the actor. Uh, I think it's more the direction. I mean, it's definitely the direction and the writing. Though, just like in the first movie, he's actually somewhat funny in Homecoming. Mm-hmm. That's like the best he gets written. Yeah. Um, and in this movie, he's like, "I'm an idiot." Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I think they just. The I think they needed that bumbling, side borderline kick. stupid sidekick yeah. guy. Yeah. But I mean. <sighs> I think there's what there was one moment which I mentioned kind of I, I think when we just after we watched it when we were reflecting on it which sort of it shouldn't bother me as much as it did because I do think it was played for laughs but you know when he's asking oh who's your net equivalent to Tobey Maguire's oh, Spider-Man yeah, like, my best uh, do you have a best friend and he t- tells him how Harry died yeah like um, three and but they the way they make Toby deliver it and like the like the kind of like way the scene is made is is comedic. Yeah. Whereas when you watch that movie, it's quite heartbreaking because he gives his life and dies the same way as his dad does and stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. From um, his perspective, he's like, "Well, I just, you know, it's my my only actual like real friend other than mm. Mary Jane." I mean, he, <laughs> he probably had like he probably had like PTSD from that. <laughs> yeah, but you know, yeah, but in my opinion, I don't know. Like th- having Ned ask that question, I get, I, I don't know. It's, it's better than nothing, I suppose. I, I feel bad because I, I'm not a fan of either Amazing Spider-Man film. Uh, but when when I saw Andrew in this, I was like, oh, if only he had that one more that could really, like, he redeem the, the series. The yeah, he was good. He was really good. Um, I mean, they all played off one another really well. I thought they had some fantastic chemistry. Oh, that was chemistry. the best part of the movie. That was the best part of the movie for me. And Andrew mm. is, like, super emotion- emotive and, like, happy. He has the best... He has... He has the best, the second best moments easily. Yeah. Possibly even the best moments in the movie out of all the three Spider-Men. Yeah, well, he, um, he has a good, there's a very good example of that when he, um, there's a, sequ- a sequence where MJ is falling from the scaffolding of a Statue of Liberty that's being rebuilt. And it's Andrew that ends up catching her, which is obviously a callback to the scene where he, he attempted. Yeah. And it's kind of like a redemption for him or like sort of finishing off that kind of plot thread. Like this film kind of just addresses things you didn't realize could be seen as being open ended or needing some kind of resolution with the heroes, yeah. but also um, especially some of the villains. I mean, I guess um, Osborne, mostly Andrew's villains, actually, in my opinion. Oh, actually, no, that's not true. That's not true. Although uh, the Sandman um, one kind oh, of confused know. me a bit. Um, and I think well, he's just a bit of a fucking snake and a dumbass. So he's like, oh, these guys are winning. I'm going to join them. Because that's kind of what he's, he does. But there were definitely... Oh, did you notice, actually, that the the footage of him as a person and the footage of um, Lizard as a human was actually... I think, I'm pretty sure it's just reused footage from the, their respective films. Oh, okay. I think it is. Um, that's why they kind of appear in their other forms the whole rest of the time and have, like, quite mostly limited lines. That makes some sense yeah i want to i think i want to say i read somewhere that if they weren't sure if they could get a few of those characters or actors back so there are a few sort of scenes where it's just kind of like reaction shots rather than in the frame together because of you know they've already shot scenes not entirely sure what's going to happen um yeah i'm not surprised then i guess while we're on chatting about the villains i would say there, I, there were a couple of things that I potentially, I think, are potential issues. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of, I guess, the first one, 
This was actually brought up to me by someone else I was like just chatting with today who also saw it uh, just via like messages. And he was asking me if I could recall in Amazing Spider-Man 2 if Electro ever knew who Spider-Man was. Because there's a part where... I think Harry... Uh... Because, okay, I, I mean, people listening to the spoiler section will know, but the idea of why they're coming into this universe is that they, the spell... Peter makes a spell, so or wants Doctor Strange to make a spell so that people will forget he's Spider-Man. doesn't work out well because they mess around with it. So people are coming to his universe that know who Spider-Man is. Um, and I'm trying to recall, maybe you know, did, did Electro ever know Spider-Man by name? Because clearly he didn't physically know what he looked like. He said, oh, I thought you'd be black. Do you recall? Because yeah. I, I haven't seen Amazing Spider-Man 2 since we watched in the theatre because that maybe sucks. I guess he didn't know. Um, I mean, that's not the only villain, as we know, that comes back uh, despite that premise. Venom well, being another one. I, I mean, at least Electro fucking knows Spider-Man exists. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and that's Venom a- doesn't even have a Spider-Man in his universe. Yeah, and of course Venom... Wait, they- mm, you go, sorry. Oh, no, 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 you go, you go. I was going to say the way some people explain it is that the, the the symbiotes are actually able to like communicate across the universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, potentially through universes, but eh, I, I think I that's a little far fetched. Um, I I just feel like that might be a Sony a Sony thing because they they love that's their Avi Arad, bro. Avi Arad is like the number one Venom pusher in the universe. He's the reason mm. like Spider Man three had Venom in it. He's like, no, no, put him in, put him in. He's like French. Spider-Man ruining accent. Um, um, he's actually Israeli. Yep. French Spider-Man ruining bastard. <laughs> One thing that I um, loved, or sorry, would have preferred, sorry, would have loved, and I think it was probably the original intention before, I think Toby specifically wanted more acting time, like facial acting time. Mm-hmm. Um, is the introduction of the other two. Oh, yes, yes. And yeah. they and even Davin agree with this. And um Davin, who of course appeared in episode three of this show, for people wondering who we're yeah, referring yeah. to. So he he and I and you all kind of thought and agreed that first of all, they probably did want to have the other two introduced on top of the school building. Um and definitely should have, <laughs> because it would have been way more impactful to have them just appear those silhouettes and you just going like oh is that is that them um and then having them jump down and have that heart to heart with him would have been so much more impactful but no you get ned opening up a portal well the way they should have done it was having ned open up a portal and just showing his and zendaya uh mj's reaction to oh is that is that peter it looks like him, and then having him come through and then have, like, a uh, shocked or, like, confused expression. Mm. And then cutting away to Peter on top of the roof. Mm. Okay. Um, to, also to show that Ned could do the portals, because that will also introduce him doing the portals. Yeah, yeah, I guess you do need um, that. That scene does serve per- a purpose. But, yeah, the the main thing, I think, is it's kind of just like, oh, we're two-thirds of the way through the movie. Uh, here, here, here are your Spider-Men. Here they are. We'll just open a portal. <laughs> That's kind of what yeah. it felt like to me. Like, eh, they're here now. Um, yeah, no, they, they opted instead to um, make reference to memes. I'm something of a scientist myself. 
Oh man, uh, people love that shit. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. Doesn't yeah, translate. I mean, it's it kind of pops. It, it it feels so forced in the in the context of that scene. He he would no. He, he would just say, "Yeah, I can help." He wouldn't say like, "I'm you know, like." It's just it didn't feel. Yeah. Whereas at least with the three Spider Men pointing at one okay, another thing, that was a bit more. That organic. was very subtly done, and yeah. like I didn't even kind of think about it when it was happening. One one other thing that I might raise, and this was kind of what I was referencing in the uh, non-spoiler section, in terms of sort of, I mean, one of them was obviously the heroes all meeting together, the Spider-Man all meeting together, being kind of like a plot convenience, like, oh, it's just happening. Um, also, the solution to solving the villain problem, um, beyond Dr. Octopus, I feel like it would take a lot longer than was shown in the story to, like, work out a you know, a formula to uh, fix the lizard, to fix uh-uh. Goblin. Well, to be fair, Andrew did say I've already done it once before. So he knew yeah. what he was doing with the lizard. So that's like pretty much like, you know, like five seconds for him. Mm-hmm. Here's my thoughts on that. Um, and yeah, it technically would be a plug convenience, but also Spider-Man is like one of the smartest people in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a He's a fucking genius. But then when you combine like three Spider Men, it's quite like, you know Okay. A combined IQ and working and, and working together would just be like You know you know what I mean? Like it would just it, that that's the that's the way I see it. I do agree with you, like, you know, it kind of probably would take a lot longer. But you've got three fucking mega geniuses there. So Sure. Uh I'll take it. I'll 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 let that one slide as far as like getting nitpicky about it. Because, you know, as as I'm sure we've said in multiple episodes, we are just nitpicking. Um, yeah, this yeah, movie yeah. was actually surprisingly narratively tight mm-hmm. for a uh, multiverse spanning film. To be honest, like I, I was actually surprised at how tight knit the plot was for the most part. One other thing I th- think I might bring up is um, I thought this was a distinctly kind of meta comment was uh, the conversation that the three Spider-Men were having together where Andrew Garfield, his Spider-Man sort of sitting along the railing and, you know, Toby's reassuring him, hey, you're amazing. Yeah. I, I, part of me was wondering if... They intentionally used that word? Yeah, they uh, definitely did. Oh, not, not so much that, but, like, just... I don't know what the conversation is out there in terms of who prefers, of like, of the three Spider-Men, who is the, considered the worst. So I was wondering if that was kind of like a reassurance thing. Andrew usually gets put at the worst, at the bottom. I think Toby's the worst one. After this movie, though, I think, like, I'd like to see a Spider-Man 4. Because his acting is, like... I'm sure that his acting is intentionally campy in those movies. But as far as, like, solo films going, he is... He kind of has the the most, like... Just the, the worst acting. And I love those movies. Like, I love those movies a lot. But he he's he's probably the, the worst Spider-Man. But just has, in my opinion, the best movies. The best, like... I, 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 I'm going to say something movie. controversial and say I still think that Spider-Man 2... And I might even say some of Spider-Man 3 still have action sequences that had a bit more oomph to them in terms of investment. Like, a lot of the ones in this one, while they were technically pretty great, I this definitely had the most impact with the action, but not the other two ones. Oh yeah, but I still feel like I would sooner watch on YouTube the train sequence from Spider-Man Two than I would the big mashup. 
which might be saying something like three Spider-Man versus three, you know, previous villains that I'd rather. Yeah, but they're not, they're not really trying to hurt them. Or like oh no, no, but I mean, that's yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah, I, I guess what, what I'm saying, saying is like there's there's something saying. there's something missing uh, from this film that I feel like those earlier films still captured. Um, question, I suppose. Um, can't really make it a spoiler-based one. Hmm. Favorite iteration of Spider-Man, or like favorite actor who's played Spider-Man, and why? A 1970s guy. All right, bye. Yeah.